0: Hello, welcome to Talking and Reading from Japan by Hidemi Woods. I'll read episodes from my books I wrote and talk about them here. I hope you enjoy the show with me. Your host Hidemi Woods. I'm reading episodes from my books here. Today's episode is from one of my books titled An Old Tree in Kyoto. This one is about my late grandmother. This episode is called Distant Relationship Distant Relationship In place of my parents who were busy working out in a field as farmers from dawn till late night, I was raised by my grandmother. Although I spent most of time at home with her, we had a quite distant relationship. She was rigid and quiet, and I had felt tense all the time. She was friendly to my younger sister, but with me, she herself seemed strained. I was regarded as a successor of the family back then and she treated me like some sort of VIP. She didn't accept idle talk and didn't understand any joke. Whenever I was talking casually, she stopped what she was doing right away and fixed her eyes on me to listen. So, it was impossible to have relaxed conversation with her. Also, she was strict about manners and chided me for my way of eating, sitting at the table, or walking. Consequently, our meal times were silent. Sometimes, she would set my meal at the table perfectly and retreated to her room like a servant. She hardly talked about anything personal, and even when I asked, she just shrugged it off as if it was irrelevant. I had lived with her for over 20 years, but I never knew her. Three years have passed since she passed away, and she still remains as a mystery to me. My grandmother was such a quiet, distant, unfriendly person. She was strict, rigid and reserved. She felt so distant to me although I stayed with her every day almost all the time. But I never understood what she was thinking or what she was interested in. work, like cooking, cleaning, sewing, and um, she was just watching TV or helped my grandfather the yard. My grandfather was crazy about growing his uh, what is called grotans mams Flowers. And he grew them, lots of them, all over the front yard of our house. And she helped him. Just to me, she looked like a servant of my house or some sort of battler for me. She never allowed me to help her at the kitchen or any housework. If I tried to do so, she seemed so uncomfortable and she stopped me helping her. When she caught me by chance doing doing the dishes at the kitchen or cleaning a little bit. She instantly got sullen and she became in a bad mood and told me to stop. She didn't like to see me doing those housework. And on the other hand, she let my younger sister help her. more, uh, a little bit more friendly to her. But one the minute I tried to join them, my grandmother got nervous, got strained to me. So she just stopped talking idly and asked me to ask me what she could do for me. for over 20 years when I lived with her. And uh, there, was a, there was a Buddhist event one day at the local temple near my house during the uh, summer break. And that, for that event, grandmothers of old families in my small hamlet gathered at the temple with their grandchildren. grandmother took me there Uh, and uh, that was a special Buddhist event and a bag of snacks candy to each child there. And I was talking with other neighbor friends and my grandmother was talking no, rather just listening to other grandmothers talking friendly. Different room. And uh, children were talking and playing, and at some point we started to play with a bag of snacks. We began to um, put a bag on head and walking around the room in a circle and trying not to drop the back from our head, from our head. And it was fun and we were laughing and walking and a bag of snacks on our heads and and then someone opened the Japanese door that connected to the next room where grandmothers were gathering And my grandmother happened to see me playing with other kids, stupidly, with a bag on my head. And uh, as soon as she saw me playing like that, she called out my name And she scolded me so hard, hard. She said she was like in a shock. She was shocked to see me playing like that, being a fool with other kids. And she asked me why. I was doing such a stupid thing and I answered, I was just playing with other kids they were doing. They were also doing the same thing. And she said, they, they were, they were allowed to do things, but you aren't. You can't play like that. Don't ever do that. And I didn't understand what she was talking about, so I asked her, why not? I am a child. And she said, you are special. You are different from other kids, so you can't do anything that other kids do. You are not supposed to do, you are not supposed to act like other kids, you are special. Don't ever do the same thing as other kids do. me to be different from other kids. I think she, she regarded our family as a sort of high stand, high status of a family. Because our family used to be a powerful landlord of the area. And we had a, a vast amount of land. land of that area and we got we had gotten fallen over the years over the generations but she still clung to that status or family history and she She believed our family was a good lineage, and our family was sort of higher than other neighborhood old families, so she thought our family itself was different from others. supposed to be different from others. And especially I was a uh, since I was regarded as a successor, next successor of the family, she just taught me uh, kingcraft to reign the family. she was trying to do for me and she strongly taught me to be special. brain, although my family succession ended with me, and there was no house or family remained. I had nothing to succeed anymore, but my grandmother's teaching remained so firmly in my brain and to be honest it didn't any good to me because it useless it's useless now that there is nothing to succeed our family Kingcraft for me was now is now totally useless. On the contrary, it it had a, a many sort of bad side effects. I think it's completely counterproductive. It backfired. Me as a as a grown up, cause I I still don't have. I still tend to think I'm different from others and I still even still try to do I try not to do what others do so I wouldn't work at the office I wouldn't um I wouldn't uh get married or have children myself or it's just I just couldn't because because of my probably because Of my grandmother's teaching, and I still um, unconsciously try to be different, so it's totally it totally backfired me, backfires and I still I still vividly remember when I was a child and when I lived in that small hamlet in my old house there was a very narrow path near my house and I went once I I was passing through two elderly women were coming walking toward me we were passing each other in the middle of the path, but as soon as two women recognized who I was, they were, they j- jumped with a surprise and just stopped walking and, and uh, they let me pass by um, by standing on the edge of the path themselves. just standing on the edge of the path bowing to me while i was passing beside them so it seemed they rem- remembered how powerful our family was once was and She recognized me as a successor of that family, so they couldn't pass me by. They just had to, they thought they had to keep themselves aside just to let me So my grandmother had lived those treatment I think so it's not so strange she she believed I should be different I should not Do what others do. So, I, so ironic, I think. Well, thanks for joining me again. I hope you come back soon. I'm Hidemi Woods. Until next time, take care and be well. Audiobook. The family in Kyoto, one Japanese girl got freedom by Hitomi Woods on sale at online stores or apps. Apple Books, Google Play, Audible, 43 available distributors in total.